0: Welcome back. Uh, Long time no see, folks. Sorry for the uh, week-long absence there, but we're back. We got some great content for you guys today, and we got some very special guests, actually. Uh, Returning for the fifth time is Ryan Haley. How are you doing today, my bro? I'm doing fantastic. I think this is the longest time I've been away from the pod, so I'm happy to be back. I think so. We're very happy to have you back. And for the first time ever in Alligator Sports Podcast history, it is the sports editor he's wearing a collar shirt today for the zoom call even though we're on a podcast it's michael hall how are you doing today bro i'm doing well thanks for having
1: me
2: i'm excited uh excited to finally be on it's been basically the whole summer and i haven't been invited so i'm happy to finally get the invitation
1: there's no passion of aggression in there <laughs> no, no, no passive aggression at all jesse it's it's
0: it's our fault jesse it, it is it is um but oh, yeah. at, and then and then speaking of Gerald, hello. Of course, returning as the co-host. How are you today, man? I'm doing pretty good. All right, awesome. just chilling. All doing fantastic. Um, lots of conference news uh, coming out within the past week. Uh, we kind of let it build up here, so I'm kind of excited to let, have the show today. Um, and that is the fact that Oklahoma and Texas are seeking an invitation to join the Southeastern Conference. Um, and as a former writer for The Alligator, put in a tweet, uh, the SEC is getting much less south and much less east. Um, shout out River Wells. <laughs> shout out River Wells. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I thought that that was a great way to put it. Um, and so let me just get your guys' first impression on this. Um, Michael, I'll start with you, since it's your first time on the show. Um, are you e- excited about, about this news that's coming up?
2: I mean, I am excited. I think just for not only for like the SEC, but just the whole landscape of not even college football, just college athletics, like what this move would kind of snowball into. I mean, you look at like what happens with the Big 12. Do they end up just like kind of breaking up and absorbed into other conferences? Um, If you go into just the SEC in general, like I think not even football, but you look at the other sports like Joe mentioned before the show, Oklahoma softball. Um, Texas gymnastics is another one. I think it'd be really interesting to see just kind of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for here. Kind of the, just whole pitfalls of all of this decision and how it would play out overall be really interesting. Massive words guy, Michael Hall there. Big words guy. Big words (laughs) for sure.
0: But yeah, that's, that's pretty huge. I mean, the forums before the show, I had a, a lot of my mindsets toward football, And we kind of realized, yeah, this will affect a lot more sports, like such as basketball. Oklahoma's great. Basketball powerhouse. And um, yeah, but uh, Ryan, uh, what do you think about this? Sorry, it was
1: a really, really terribly timed yawn. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I promise I'm awake. Um, No, I think I echo a lot of what Michael said in terms of other sports. Um, I think the biggest thing for me as someone who grew up in the South, but not a huge SEC fan from my upbringing, at least, um I'm excited to see the thought experiment of uh, what happens if you place a powerhouse football program from another conference in the SEC because I've seen my entire life I've seen people say like well they're good in the Big 12 but they'd go 8 and 4 every year in the SEC. And like now barring like an unforeseen decay from Oklahoma in the next 4 years like we're going to get to see like what a great team in a different conference would look like playing in the SEC.
2: Wait, by powerhouse were you not implying Texas? No. Not okay. implying
1: Texas. I mean, I could, I could rewind 2006 if you would like, but um, I, I was not implying Texas. I mean, Ryan who does knows. not think that that Texas is back,
3: guys. I thought uh, they were back. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, weren't they back like two years ago? Right? Sam guys. Ellinger said they were back, so they have to be back. That's how it works. <laughs> Sam Ellinger's word is law. <laughs>
0: Of course, uh, if the listeners don't know, we're referencing uh, to the famous quote that Ellinger said the quarterback after a win in the the Sugar Bowl two years ago.
1: Uh, Ryan disagrees, obviously. Was it the Uh, the Sugar Bowl? Well, I mean, it went like 7-5 and the next season. So, I mean, I don't think I disagree. I think the record disagrees. (laughs) That's pretty pretty good point of the stuff. But uh, speaking of Texas, I I actually am
0: pretty excited about this because uh, Florida and Texas were supposed to have uh, a home-and-home series lined up anyway. Uh, it was going to be, the Florida's is going to host the first game in September of 2030. And then they were going to travel to Austin, Texas in 30 and thirty 31. I'm just kidding. Twenty thirty one. Uh, that was suck. <laughs> um, 30,
1: 31. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> That'd be a really long wait for that, for that. Wow. Game. Um, but yeah, so the Tebow, the fifth, <laughs> <laughs> probably the sixth at that point. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this will definitely be, be affected because uh, by, by what I'm seeing, uh, the commissioners and presidents of the SEC are gonna meet on Thursday to officially vote on all of this to actually send the invitation to Oklahoma and Texas. Um, it's only gonna need three fourths vote. Um, so actually what I kinda wanted to do really quick, since there's four of us, <laughs> is oh, what, no. would, would, <laughs> would all of us vote yes on Oklahoma and Texas? joining the the conference my, my vote is yes just because i i think it would just bring a lot more exciting football to the conference i'm excited to see how they would do in the sec west i mean I, i'm not really sure how how they would it would be aligned at that point but i vote yes uh joseph let's hear from you what do you vote
3: i vote yes just because texas A M is like being like really upset about this and being just crybabies about it and i don't like texas a&m so yes for me that doesn't sound any. That doesn't sound very unbiased, reporter of you, Joe. He's literally asking for my opinion right now, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <your> point.
1: <laughs> it's a very valid point. Checkmate. Check it. <laughs> sure. Ryan, how about you, man? Um, I'm gonna make Michael's vote irrelevant, and I'm gonna also vote yes. So we have the three fourths. Um, what was that, Michael? What do you?
2: Nothing. I'm just like, why, why are you doing that to me, man? I could, you could have at least made it interesting. Do
1: you want me to just say no? Do you want me to say if no? If it helps, okay, I was I, also
2: gonna vote yes. You could have been like, okay. like, like first take, and you could have just taken the side. Dramatic, you
1: have yeah. Max it's Kellerman. I, I want Iguodala.
2: <laughs> um. No, I also vote yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want. I
3: want IU pretty, in the SC- and in the SEC. Iguodala University. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so yeah. That being said, it is only the three-fourths vote, and for the math people at home, uh, it is eleven out of fourteen. 11, 11 out of fourteen. Excuse me. Um, and and so, we're Joe. Just like you said, I think we already know one of the knows is going to be from Texas A&M, just because of that that interstate rivalry. But I think that would that would just make the rivalry more intense. Wouldn't that just make it more fun if, if Texas and Texas A&M played each other every every single year? Like, I
3: mean. You would think that'd be something that their fan base has been missing.
1: It'd be I, like I, if,
3: for some reason, like if Florida moved like a conference or Florida State moved a conference, and that game was lost. Like
1: they already are in different conferences, right? Okay, well, in Florida moved a conference, all right, here we go. That's the silence.
3: If Florida moved a conference and then they weren't playing Georgia every single that's year, the,
1: that's the one I was. There we go. With. Yeah.
3: Florida and Georgia fans on both sides would be pissed because even though you don't like the other team, you still want to play them.
1: No, um, I saw someone Someone Jesse can cut that out. I for, yeah. no, don't cut that out, Jesse. <laughs> cut Please. nothing
2: out from this. Nothing from that. Cut nothing, from that. Just,
1: like, cut nothing <laughs> from that. No. Um uh I saw someone tweet and I forget who it was. It might have been a Richard, not not the not the um football player Richard German, the writer Richard German that I follow. Um it might have been him, it might not have been, so I don't want to credit someone, I don't know. But I think it was him tweeted, uh, Texas AM and Texas fans have been locked in an intense battle of I I don't care about you more than you don't care about me for the last like decade. <laughs> and by doing so, they've been showing how much they actually care about each other, but they just refuse to admit it. And so this is I think they're we're finally seeing that boil over of how much like I, I really like it's it's almost like intimidation from AM. Like I think they're just I think they're irritated they didn't know, but I think they're just like, we want to be the Texas team in the SEC.
2: That's and- what I was about to say. I think I can understand where Texas A&M is coming from because if you have a player from like Dallas or something and he has a bunch of, bunch of offers, can basically go wherever he wants, but he wants to stay in state. Now, the factor that A&M has of, oh, SEC just means more, all of that, TV, everything like that, that's not there anymore because Texas is also there and Texas has the history. They have the whole horns. I mean, horns down always, but they have their Texas, like they draw a crowd. And so I understand where A&M is coming from not wanting it, but just from a fan perspective, I feel like A&M fans should want this because like you guys were saying, being able to play a rival every year, you may not like them, but you want to play them so you can beat them.
0: Right. And I mean, it, it's kind of, like you, if you think about it, I mean, M- Miami and Florida state have been sharing the same conference for decades. And I, I think that most Florida state fans that I meet say that Miami is, is their biggest rival over Florida, which I'm like, Oh, okay. That's, that's interesting. Like that they say that, cause I always thought it was, it was, it was Florida. Um, and so, so I don't know. I, I feel like I've always liked the idea of, of, of in-state uh, shared conferences. Uh, and just uh, because of the rivalry, it brings in more ratings. It brings in more fun for the fans. And I, I just think it's a fun time all around. Uh, but here's what I'll ask Ness. next. Wow, I'm having a lot of uh, voice typos and, Um <clears throat> But I will ask next. There we go. Uh, is who, who, Which team do you guys think will do better in the SEC, Texas or Oklahoma? I Maybe think the, Oklahoma will just was, all
3: around be better. I in... was going to say football obviously because of just where they are now being very competitive for a spot in the playoff pretty much every single year since it's been invented and then in other sports i feel like they just have a better track record like pretty solid basketball school has had like like Blake Griffin, like that era and stuff like that, like they'll still be able to recruit well from that area of the country there. Um, softball has been very impressive for Oklahoma over the past couple of seasons, had a couple of run-ins with Florida and has been a tough opponent kind of out of conference for Florida. So if they move in, that'll just add a whole nother layer to that sport as well. And then I'm pretty sure I think Oklahoma has a good gymnastics program too, right? if I'm
1: not as good as Texas but it's like I mean it's they're competitive.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's still one of the better ones out of the Big 12. Ryan, I'm guessing that you agree that mostly uh, if you
1: saw th- if you saw the look on my face then yeah. Yeah. I guess when you include like across all sports in the athletic department, Texas probably closes in if not maybe surpasses oklahoma with a lot of their smaller sports just because texas has one of the best athletic programs in the country across the board uh you include swimming um baseball they're phenomenal baseball team much better than oklahoma they have one of the best if not the best swim program in the country and not the best but one of um so that stuff all ties in but if you're asking from a sheer football sense like i don't really think it's a question it hasn't been for a decade Will this be a good or bad thing for the NCAA?
2: That's interesting. I think in the long run, I think it'll be a good thing. It's going to be very different. Like it's going to just change the college landscape over the next five, 10 years, however long it takes. I don't think the big 12 will end up existing. I think eventually that's just going to kind of fall away um, because they're losing their two best programs. Um, But I think, For the NCAA as an organization, it may not be a great thing, but like for college athletics, I think it will be a good thing. You get more rivalries involved, meaning more money involved, which is always, always the goal, even though the NCAA, don't they claim that they're a nonprofit organization? Or am I making that up? I feel like they do. But anyway, always money is the name of the game. And so I feel like this move brings in more revenue, which makes everyone happy.
0: For sure. Uh, let me fire check you on the nonprofit really quick. They are. Yes, they, they are. They are not nonprofit, but uh, yeah. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Do you, do you think that this will be good or bad for the NCAA in the long run?
3: Um, I think like with everything, like even like professional sports, even the college sports, it's all about business. It's about TV deals. Um, NIL adds a whole new layer of the business behind college athletics and everything. So while I'm pretty Pretty, like like, unsure how that's going to play out, I think it is better for college athletics. Like Michael said, I think it'll add to the competitiveness throughout
0: pretty much every single sport. And then I I, I do think about a lot about the college football playoff and like how that's going to be, extended soon at some point, hopefully, uh, to to the twelve team as well, and so I, I kind of like to think about the, like, how's the conference championship going to work in this regard, and then like, how do you even, like, because like like we all said, like Oklahoma usually, banks in a spot for the college football playoff in the four team anyway that's been going on, uh, since it started like Joe noted, um, Ryan, how do you how do you think the the college football playoff will will, will kind of go about? Like, do you think we'll just, I mean. I guess this is kind of a hard question because, you know, we really know what's going to go on with the 12 team playoff and how it's going to, and how it's going to go on. But, uh, but what are your thoughts on, on like, on like, just kind of like
1: the. Um, in terms of what spots are going to be open to the SEC. I don't think it's really going to change much. I mean, cause the two things, I guess like misconceptions I want to, address that i've seen on twitter the most about this move um from a florida standpoint the gators aren't going to start playing texas and oklahoma every year just because they're in the sec they'll play them much more often but it's not like it's not like every team in the sec is going to play each other every single season so there's still going to be a lot of top heavy teams in the sec every year so i think that there's are still going to be at least three or four like play, like I think the 12 team has already been voted on and approved. So like, I think they are going to be at least three or four sec teams every single year. If, in, if not in the mix, then just simply locks. So I don't think that'll affect like access to the playoff for an sec team. Um, if you get a bad draw, the schedule, depending on how they structure it, it might be a lot harder just cause like from a Florida standpoint, if like te- Texas Oklahoma joined the West for whatever reason, even though that wouldn't be fair. Um, if they join the West and you get a draw where it's like, okay, you're out of conference schedules, like Alabama, LSU, Oklahoma, and Auburn, you'd be like, oof, that hurts. But um, I don't really think it'll affect how many teams from the SEC you're going to make year in and year out. I think the biggest loser – I think a bigger loser in this is the Big 12. So I think looking at it – from, I think it helps the SEC more than anybody else. Right. And speaking of the Big
0: 12 – I mean,
1: how long do you guys think that conference is going to last? Days. Like, do you think it'll last till like 2030 at all? Days.
2: <laughs>
3: no.
1: Days. Uh, like it's. I mean, it's not going to end until they leave, and they're not leaving until 2025. But like, that's the end times. I mean, Kansas is calling Big Ten. Everyone's going to start fielding calls. I mean, who do you replace Texas and Oklahoma with? They kept that conference alive. Right.
2: UCF, bro. Obviously
1: yes <laughs> it didn't even make sense i not even in that area of The not even in that area of the country
2: no 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 ucf bro that's always the answer
1: no i was gonna say like Tulsa.
2: <laughs> <It's Hulsa. laughs> no, i agree i think the big 12 like it it's on its last legs i mean the the writing's on the wall i don't think it lasts like ryan said past 2025 um definitely not till 2030 like you said um yeah, no, but like I said, writing's on the wall. there on the downslope, one foot in the grave.
3: I think just because of like TV contracts and all the other stuff that goes into it, like that's why teams are not moving until 2025 and everything, even though the talks mm-hmm. are happening now. Yep. I think you'll see a lot more news. Like Kansas, I feel like will definitely just like make a jump to the Big Ten. But in like why that – while that might not happen until 2025, the same time frame that Oklahoma and Texas is moving – I feel like pretty quickly we'll have an idea of where all of those teams are going, and then it'll just be kind of a waiting out period and kind of just playing out the last couple of years of the Big 12, and then everything will disperse.
1: I was going to say, if you're, if you're a Big 12 team and you don't have a plan for another conference to jump to after 2025, you're going to be so behind. Like, all of them are like now that Kansas is starting to field calls, they all have, they all basically were like, Hey, you have four years, like, find a new place to live. And they're all gonna make calls, they're gonna make it work. And like, I don't don't even think it is four years. I think they gotta get going on it like now. Well, I'm saying like by 2025, you need to have a deal in place to be somewhere else. And I feel like the majority of the teams will. Mm -hmm. They, They essentially got a four year eviction notice.
0: Mm hmm um pretty good way of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised that there's like a couple like out of place teams going to like the pack 12 or something just because i'm sure schools might be kind of desperate to get to get in some kind of spot but
1: i might, um, might like if the if the pack 12 could snag teams it might help the way their view but it also depends on who they snag because if they get like kansas state everyone's gonna be like you still suck
3: <laughs> are they gonna get like um, kansas state and
1: colorado like ooh. So I'm going to like work in Kansas one day and someone's going to dig up that clip and I'm just not going to be able to ever live there again.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's just, it's already, it's already hard to watch the packed in on the, on the, on the East coast. You know, it's, it's all 1am game. I'm never awake. I'm never awake for it.
1: Jesse, can we talk about the mega conference? What do you mean though? Uh, so I saw a report and I'm getting various degrees of confirmation on all four of these teams. Um, But I've seen reports of most commonly Clemson and FSU being spoken to by the SEC about forming a larger conference and maybe like a big, like a mega conference of like the 20 best teams. And I've seen a few intermittent reports, a lot less common of Ohio State and Michigan. Wow. Wow. Is that the direction we're if like is that the direction this is heading in? I guess is the the conversation I want to have with you guys. Is like if Texas and Oklahoma can see that they're in a situation in which they are like they have most of the television appeal and they're kind of buoying other schools and they don't want to do so anymore because they have to keep signing deals that aren't advantageous for them. And they were just like, What if we just dip to the SEC? what's stopping in the next 15 years, the top teams from other conferences realizing the same thing. And is that the future of where college, like college athletics is going? Is just the top 25 teams in the country have their own conference.
3: I think it very well could be. I think it's funny in all of those pairings that you said, there's like, in my mind, especially just from like looking at it from a college football lens, there's an Oklahoma and there's a Texas to every single one of those pairings (laughs) to where like, Ohio State is the Oklahoma of the Big Ten, and then Michigan's like, yeah, it's a great program, but their football team kind of sucks right now. And then in the <laughs> ACC, Clemson's the Oklahoma, always competitive, always in the playoff, and then FSU's not doing so hot right now.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, yeah, I wouldn't compare FSU to Texas, but.
3: I'm talking about their football team.
1: Yeah, they I think know, they're, they're hot
3: stuff, be. and they're not. But,
1: but <laughs> I just don't. I just like FSU slander. That's all. I don't like the, I don't like the, I just don't love the direction that's heading in if that's the direction college football is going to go. See, I
2: kind of like it. I'll be honest. Um, Like you can, you can be a college football Puritan and be like, no, we need separate conferences, need this, this, and this. But if the future in the next 15 years and the best teams are all playing in one conference and there's just like one or two conferences, that's going to lead to better regular season games, more important regular season games, um, better, probably better rivalries develop, more revenue for TV. Like you're going to have teams that never play each other.
1: Nope. More revenue, okay. From a fan standpoint, yes, and more yes. revenue for TV for those top twenty-five teams, yes. Right, but right. I, I think the casual fan doesn't understand how much playing bigger teams helps small schools, and how much the revenue of those games like keeps their budget afloat. Like, if we start kicking small schools out of big conferences, we're going to see a lot of universities like suddenly be in a lot worse shape. And I don't like really want to run. I don't know if running the NCAA like a straight business is the best way to approach it.
0: That, that no, is that's...
1: a good point. Yeah, so no, from, from a fan standpoint, I agree with you. Like if I had to consider nothing but f- football, I think the mega conference is awesome. But I think there's a lot of stuff there that like taking away from these small schools would have ripple effects that we don't really think about on the surface. Right, for sure, and I—I
0: I, I mean, we could definitely. That's actually a really good point because I—I kind of like went, went right over my head. Like, yeah, we all as fans, like people would would like to see a mega conference and see, you know, Michigan and, and Florida play play each other like like once every every couple of years because I, I I come to enjoy them watching them play. Um, but yeah, we I guess you kind of forget about you know what about north dakota state university even or
1: like they're they're a d2 school but yes
0: yeah i know but still like carson
1: wentz
0: yeah carson wentz but it's but what about uh western kentucky or you know middle tennessee or tulsa think about tulsa ucf um i you know it's it's stuff like (laughs) but like
2: but like, i also think that you could still kind of schedule some of those out of conference games
1: yeah. it depends on
2: how big the mega conference ends no, up
1: being. but then you turn like oklahoma state into like thousand yeah that's not that's gonna have some really severe <laughs> ripple effects on everybody's finances
2: no that's fair yeah
1: no no, no like we like, like, like talked about
2: consider it in this hypothetical yeah that I just started thinking about two minutes ago.
1: Um, Um, But yeah, we have-
2: (laughs) Like, there's definitely a lot from that business side where you think, because I was thinking from the big schools, like for the key teams that'd be in the mega conference, how good it would be for them. But I didn't consider, like you're saying, the smaller schools and like the less athletic powerhouses who kind of need that revenue because athletics is obviously a huge part of collegiate Mm -hmm. revenue. Um, I didn't consider that point of view. So that's really the the
1: gaps. The gaps would just get bigger. Mm -hmm. The biggest, best schools would get bigger and better, and the smaller, worse schools will get smaller and worse. And I don't like in 98 to 99% of sporting leagues in the world, that doesn't bother me. But with colleges, it just feels a little different.
2: What if there was a scenario? where well, they did it like the premier league does it and you sent and there's the mega conference but then like the three worst teams for the mega conference got sent down to a this my,
1: rele, my relegation take yeah relegation I take I, yeah, I know i know i wanted to bring it up so you could talk about it because i relegation I think that would be so fun wouldn't it be no let me say like wouldn't it be awesome if like at the end of the sec year it's like okay like Arkansas and Mississippi State both went like 1-10. and They have to play each other one game. Loser goes to the American Conference next year. Sucker. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And then, then and like, then, Cincinnati, then we'll, you're up. Yeah. Cincinnati, or, uh, like, Cincinnati's, like, Cincinnati's to, in the SEC. And then they want to move up. I'm like, yeah. I, said, I mean, v- Vanderbilt would just never be in the SEC ever again. Yeah. That's <laughs> so that, that was that, the,
0: first, that would would be the, the problem. first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> But but the thing is, wouldn't that shift
1: every other sport to? Oh,
2: it would never happen. It, oh, would-, it would
1: never happen. If I if I think about logistics, of that take for more than forty five seconds, it entirely falls apart. But <laughs> it's a super fun argument to make, like sitting in a room with your friends.
3: Just like- it's like just the performance of your football team <laughs> impacts your placement everything for every else. other athletic it's for every other else. team. <laughs> If you're football Vanderbilt, team- be- Vanderbilt baseball, just be
1: like, what the heck is this? <laughs> no, we like, yeah, it's like, yo, like if you, you have a field goal to kick. And if you miss this field goal, every single sporting, every single team in your athletic department has to shift conferences in the middle no of the- pressure,
0: <laughs> no
1: pressure, anything. no pressure at all. No, but- it's a, it's a terrible idea. If you think about it logistically, it's just super, it's super just fun.
2: fun to talk about. Yes. <laughs> that's what we do here we have it's terrible but i kind of love it
0: <laughs> uh, if you guys are soccer fans i'll actually bring this up because it's kind of comparable uh are you guys fans of the idea of a super league where i, uh, I think it would uh, it would include
1: like barcelona madrid chelsea kinda manu kinda just stuff like about. that it's kind of what we just talked about for college football i'm out i mean it's probably going to happen and my vote means less than zero in terms of the sway of the college football landscape but i'm out on that idea i don't think it's a good idea interesting
0: so i mean of course yeah ratings would always be fun and it would, it would be fun tv every weekend but for the small school it's probably not worth it yep. um yeah uh joe do you have anything else
1: i'll i'll be, I'll be the fun police on that idea everyone else would be like yeah we get to play texas and michigan every year and i'm like yeah think you know. of the western kentucky's <laughs> small schools (laughs) suffer (laughs) i did want to add though that
3: at the end of the regular season oklahoma gymnastics was tied for florida as the number one ranked school in the country
1: okay so maybe they're so oklahoma gymnastics is really good Yep. you're do you spend the entire show just looking that up
3: (laughs) no i looked it up about 20 minutes ago and it's just been sitting here and i've been waiting for the time to sprinkle it
1: back in have you not spoken in 20 minutes i have but okay. it just wasn't the time. I wasn't it listening. I wasn't, up- I, wasn't, I wasn't listening when you did. He's a pro. He's
2: a podcast <laughs> pro. All right. He's not just a guest. This is his show. <laughs> he understands how to operate it.
1: Operated. Co-host Joe. I'm essentially the third co-host. No, you're not. Yeah. At this point, after- as editor, <laughs> after, I say uh, after your tenth
0: guest spot, I'll give you. I'll give. Darn you- it. <laughs> you got. You got five more. All right. <laughs> How can right. I do that? How can I do that? <laughs> it's got to come on every week now. Man. All right. I guess so. <laughs> All right. All
3: it's right. almost like being on every single week is the definition of being a co-host.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, kind of. I that's, still have, I still have authority over you, Joe.
0: All right. T- Texas, Oklahoma. We, we uh, welcome you to the SEC as football fans. Michael, thank you for joining us for the first time. Hopefully we will have you on uh many many more times ryan of course welcome welcome back for the fifth time i look forward to the to the 6th it it'll it'll happen i'm sure very soon and then um of course joe you are you are my favorite co-host ever and uh you are awesome ow uh, yeah great show today boys shut up ryan (laughs) uh
2: thanks for having (laughs) thanks for having me on it was a lot of fun uh make sure to follow alligator sports on instagram and twitter um for more content Better content than this, probably. Um, and also, so this is as good
1: as it gets. Also, follow our individual twitters for more idiocy.
2: Yes, if True. you want to follow our individual twitters, which are probably on the Alligator Sports Twitter somewhere. I don't know them off the top of my
1: head. Look for them. Just search my name. I'm probably be like the eighth search one. Search Ryan
2: up. Haley, Michael <laughs> Hall, Joseph Henry, and Jesse Richardson, and there'll be a lot more of no, this I'll type mean- of content on there. But there'll be a lot more professional and better content on twitter and instagram um thanks for having me on guys it's a lot of fun
0: of course of course always a pleasure and uh you pretty much did did my job with the outro uh <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> michael thank you again ryan thank you again joe thank you again follow us on socials alligator sports on twitter and instagram um independent floor alligator on facebook and we are on reddit i believe underscore underscore alligator sports and um yeah you guys are- yeah we are on reddit Cool. Believe it or not.
3: I no wow. Idea.
1: Yeah. You learn something new every I'm day. I'm a terrible know, right? assistant that's, sports that's, editor, aren't I? I'm the sports editor fun. and
2: I had no idea we were on Reddit, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> that's that's embarrassing. I wouldn't have admitted that if I were you.
2: It's fine. I
1: <laughs> righty guys. So thank you guys
0: again. Uh you guys have a fantastic week and uh we'll see you in seven days. Have a good one.